Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Welcome back, beautiful friends, to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra. Super grateful you're here, and I am back with another episode on business and entrepreneurship and sharing the seven big things that I sure wish I would have known about when I began Goddess Ceremony and my own practice. So the thing with business is it's such a unique journey. So I get that there is no way to really prepare ourselves for what it means to launch a business. And if you are a full-fledged entrepreneur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you are in the dabbling, dreaming state of creating your own offerings or starting to serve people in your community, then know that there really is no way to be prepared for everything that will come your way. It's just part of the process, it's how you learn, and it's a really beautiful unfolding. But I do think these seven tips that I'll share today can shed a little light on some of the big things that do matter when you are starting a business. So I'm really excited to dive into all of that. If you missed our big announcement, we just announced beautiful events in Utah, Michigan, and Alaska, and they are selling out quick. In Utah and Michigan, we are leading two-day women's empowerment seminars. So we have fused together the power of a retreat with the uplifting, energizing, beautiful energy of a seminar to curate something really, really special and magnetic. And in Alaska, we are leading a beautiful four-day women's retreat. So go to the link in my show notes if you are feeling inspired to come and connect with me in person and get to talk about your cycle and, you know, get these tools that we all need and that support and that community that is so vital in this world. So go to the link in the show notes if you are feeling called to connect in person in 2020. So I get so many DMs on Instagram, emails, you name it, from people like you asking about business and looking for some sort of tips or guidance on starting a small business, especially ones that are in alignment with your purpose. We live in a really unique world now in that most people, I think, in the natural health or spiritual community that start businesses do it because it's a passion. It's not just about the money. It's not about the notoriety. It's actually about turning your wounds into your wisdom, right? So this is where someone like me turns the story of being disempowered and having horrible cycles to now being the biggest advocate to help women heal their cycles, right? And we see women that you know, had really terrible injuries or a traumatic experience, and then they go on to be some of the best yoga teachers in the world because they understand what it feels like. And I love that. I love that we are in a world where most entrepreneurs, small business owners are doing this work because they really want to help others. I think that's a really unique change in the business paradigm in the last few years. So like I said, these are seven big business tips that I wish I would have known about when I you know, really started to dive into the business side of all of this. For many years, I dabbled in a lot of this, but it's only been the last few years that this has become my full-time, full-fledged thing that I do. And I'm so incredibly grateful to see it grow and continue to transform as I continue to grow and transform. 
So let's just dive in. Here's the seven big tips that I wish I knew and that I would tell anyone that is in the business world, wanting to be an entrepreneur or simply looking for some interesting tools or perspectives about business in general. So the first one, and I know none of you will be surprised, you're listening (laughs) to the Goddess Ceremony podcast, so obviously we need to talk about, you know, your cycle or (laughs) menstruation at some point in every podcast. So one big thing I would truly advocate for, I won't go too into depth because there are total, you know, I've done complete podcasts on this topic, but that is to learn to track your cycle so that you can have fun doing what you love and not burn out. It is so sad to me when we take something we love and we're so passionate about And then we're so gung-ho for so long that eventually we really lose that spark for what we love. And if you're an entrepreneur, tell me if you know exactly what I'm talking about. It has happened to me a few times over the last few years as well, where I wasn't prioritizing time off. I was saying no to seeing community. I was putting off everything that I loved in order to work. And while I loved it at the time, I did hit that point of burnout where I thought, I don't want to do any of this anymore. I'm going to delete my Instagram. I'm going to move to another country, maybe change my name. I don't know. And it's such an unfortunate place to get to. It's really hard when you hit that absolute point of overwhelm. So the best way to avoid that, and what I wish I would have known years ago, was that you're not meant to be go, 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 gung-ho, 10,000% in all the time. And in fact, that's really working against yourself when you embody that mindset. So instead, by learning how to track your cycle, you then know when to be mega productive, when to do the launches, the interviews, you know, the events, and also when to be a lot, a lot more gentle with yourself. Maybe when to take an entire day off. Shocker, right? As an entrepreneur. Maybe when to slow down a little bit or do other tasks that aren't quite as social. It's so incredibly valuable. If this topic is super fascinating to you, which I already know it is, because if you're listening to this podcast, I already know that you're my people, (laughs) then go to the link in my show notes and you can download our free guide, Cyclical Business. And this teaches you how to track your cycle so that you understand what to do in your business. When is the best time to launch? When is the best time to slow down and maybe take some time off? It goes through all of that. So go to the link in the show notes to download that for free. So that's my number one tip, because that really is crucial. If you hit that point of burnout and overwhelm, nothing else really matters. So second to that, I would say get support early on. I think so many of us live the solopreneur life (laughs) where you do everything. You are the person on Facebook and on Instagram. You're sending the emails. You're reaching out to companies for promotions. You are scheduling events. You are communicating with vendors. You are doing literally everything. And then again, you wonder why you hit that point of overwhelm or you think like, this is not worth my time for the number of hours I'm putting in per week versus how much I'm making. This is less than minimum wage. This really isn't ideal. And I so hear that. So the biggest thing I would say is to truly start to prioritize the things that you are really good at, that you actually enjoy. This would be what we call your genius zone, the things you love and you're really good at. And to do those and those other tasks that maybe you straight up despise or that you're really not good at, it's okay, we're all bad at something, start to delegate that out. Bring on a virtual assistant or hire someone locally. And even if it's just five hours a week, that will make a world of difference for you. With Goddess Ceremony, one of the best days of my life 
was the day I hired our amazing team member, Sarah, who took over the social media for Goddess Ceremony. So both on the Instagram and the Facebook, she's the one that posts everything and engages and really helps build this community. And that was such a weight off of my shoulders because I was not only trying to manage my own Instagram and Facebook, but now also Goddess Ceremonies and trying to post regular content and make sure I responded to every comment and it just became too much. So for me, social media was not my zone of genius. And so to bring someone on truly was like a praise, praise the Lord kind of moment. So know that it's okay to not thrive in every role in your business and get support before you hit that point of burnout. All right, here's my third tip. It's a big one. I feel like everyone needs to hear this. So see this as that loving nudge if you have any resistance to this, but truly niche down and stop trying to serve everyone. I think we've all heard this. When you try and serve everyone, you actually serve no one. And know that I'm not standing over here on a pedestal saying, yes, always niche down. No, I say this because I did not do this for years. Some of you have heard my story. When I graduated as a naturopath, I saw everyone. Women of all ages. I helped women through menopause, menstrual cycle irregularities. I saw children. A few people brought me their pets. It was very random and I just wanted to help people. And it was the same with Goddess Ceremony. We had very broad topics on the blog. Um, Our retreats often were fairly broad. And so until I really got clear on the kind of people that I wanted to serve, we were really kind of in this open-ended, up-in-the-air kind of place. And therefore, I wasn't serving my community as well as I could have. The moment, for example, on Instagram that I completely dedicated myself to serving women with their menstrual cycles everything transformed. Yes, I'm still passionate about all facets of women's health. And yes, I'm super interested in health and nutrition and the human body in general. But I know what my passion is and what I actually love helping people accomplish, and that is healing their cyclical health. So know that if you are, say, dabbling in the world of yoga or energy work or massage or photography or whatever it might be, Truly, it might sound scary to niche down because you're thinking, well, I'm going to lose clients then if I niche down and say I'm only serving this tiny population. But really, the exact opposite is true. So when you really get clear on your target person and the kind of people you want to serve, you'll find that there is an abundance of those kinds of people. And the other people that maybe you didn't love working with as much will find someone else that's more in alignment with them. So truly, it's a win-win for everyone. So stop trying to be the go-to person for everyone. Stop trying to be the (laughs) insta-perfect person that everyone loves because that doesn't work. So loving reminder, niche down, stop trying to serve everyone. My fourth big tip is to make your business authentic. We don't need more businesses that are trying to emulate other businesses. And I think you all know what I mean. And sometimes I think it happens on a subconscious level where we see what someone else is doing, we see their success, and so we think, well, if I do something kind of similar, then my success is inevitable too, right? And I understand this thought process. Like I said, I think a lot of it is subconscious. I don't think most of us go out there and say, I really like her logo. I'm going to duplicate the exact same thing. But rather later on, that was implanted into our subconscious. We have an idea of what we want and then it ends up being somewhat similar. I get that. There's no fault in that. What I am saying here, though, is to focus on making your business authentically you. And that might mean letting go of what everyone else is doing and getting back in your own lane and actually finding 
the core things that are really important to you in your business. So this might mean hiring a photographer so that you can finally have some beautiful photos to share that are really in alignment with you, that really highlight who you are and what makes you unique and special. And that also means the quirks, the silly things. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm literally a crazy plant lady and I don't hide that. That's something that makes me me. And I can't tell you how often some of you follow me on Instagram and then I connect with you in person and the first thing you say is, yeah, you know, because of you, I bought houseplants or something like that. And that's so meaningful to me. It means that there is a connection that we've made. Or uh, some of you send me messages on Instagram and say, Cassandra, I heard on the podcast that you love matcha lattes. I'm obsessed now too. I just tried one and they're the best. And it just makes me laugh. That's how we make these connections. We're all human. We all have our funny quirks, the things we like, the things we don't like. And rather than trying to fit into this box, maybe it would be really powerful to break open the norm, to kind of disrupt the norm even, and just be you. So what this means is don't use other people's photos. That's not cool. (laughs) Not cool. Just hire a photographer so that you can have your own unique version of what you do. Don't fall into the comparison game. I know social media makes this so easy. We see someone else that teaches yoga or is a naturopath or leads retreats or women's circles or whatever, and it's so easy to start to pick it apart and think, well, if that's successful for them, then maybe I should do it. A loving reminder to stay in your own lane, to just do you, to enjoy the process, to be authentic in who you are, and that is truly the most impactful thing you can do and that will call in the kinds of people that you wanna work with. My fifth big tool or tip that I wish I knew, find your people and rise together. So what this means is collaboration over competition. This means connecting with other people that are like-minded and this means rising together with the people that have been the most life-changing for you. I'm really such a big fan of helping other people along their journeys and being an advocate for other people that maybe are starting out in their businesses or maybe don't have the biggest following, but they're doing beautiful, amazing things. It doesn't take a lot to really help someone else rise. And so these can be little things like simply interacting with their posts online. This can be inviting them to speak at your events, co-creating some sort of offering together, bringing them on your podcast. All of these things makes such a big difference. So again, collaboration over competition, find your people and rise up together. My sixth big tip is to start with processes and tools that you can actually scale with. This is where we get a little more technical, but in the last few months I've spent, I don't know, hundreds of hours maybe trying to change over some of our domains and some of our courses. And honestly, it's been such a headache in a lot of ways. And so this is one tool that I sure wish someone would have told me years ago, and that is maybe a $9 a month website isn't as great as you think because now your content is stuck to that and it's going to be very hard to transition it later. Or maybe you shouldn't niche down with such a name that really limits what's possible later. So for example, I've heard some yoga teachers say to be a little little wary of branding your business with your name or something like yoga, because now in the future, if you ever want to break out of that, it's a little more limiting. So all that to say, simply be willing to put in the time and the effort to find processes that work for you. As a lot of you know, I switched all of our courses and website information over to Kajabi, which is literally the coolest thing in the entire world. 
They make courses and memberships and everything so seamless and beautiful. And I'm such a huge fan. So even though it's been a much bigger investment and there's certainly a, a slight learning curve to it, honestly, it is amazing. Though I wish I would have known about this years ago so that I could have had all of my, my ducks in a row, we'll say, <laughs> from the beginning so that I could have been serving everyone in a much more streamlined way. The final big tip that I wish I would have known and that I would really urge any entrepreneur to hear is to remember that it's the journey, not the destination. I know it's easy to get really focused on those external things like a certain income level. I know it's really easy to think about a certain number of clients or a certain number of sales or whatever, but it's not about that. It's about these little moments along the way. It's about those incredible emails or reviews from clients that say thank you. Because of you, this is what my life is like now. It's remembering that you are living in purpose. It's about having fun. It's about making connections. It's about being part of other people's lives. So I know we would all love a certain income level. I know that we all want to, on paper, have certain credentials or things we can you know, check off. But remember, it's not about that destination. It's actually about enjoying it and living it and just seeing what lessons come up along the way. So again, just have fun. Don't make it so serious. Life was meant to be enjoyed and we are all so incredibly lucky to be on this journey, especially those of us with a business. So those are the seven big things that I wish I would have known. If you have something you'd like to add to this list, go ahead and find me on Instagram at Menstruation Queen and tell me what big thing you wish you would have known when you started your business. And a loving reminder, if you haven't already, download my free Cyclical Business PDF in the link in the show notes, and that'll help you learn how to optimize your business by listening to your cycle. It has been such an amazing PDF, so many great comments and reviews from it. So definitely go and download that. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today, for hearing this. And as you begin this entrepreneur journey or continue your journey, know that it's such an amazing gift to be able to do this. So just enjoy it, have fun, and change lives. All right, friends, I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.